Critics say the Perfect Pair podcast is a marriage and relationship fixer. Okay. You messed up, you messed up. And I finally had to just say, you know what, I messed up. And right. I left it alone. And then we good. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Do I need to slap the hell out of you? I right wish now? you would. See us two <laughs> fighting on this podcast today. <laughs> what? You lost your damn mind. Download, subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and watch on YouTube. Yay Networks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to This Is Life with Heather and Cornelius. My hubby's not here. Um, I've actually gave him just a couple week break. He actually gave me a break, if y'all didn't notice, for like (laughs) two months. I've just been so busy, been slammed, been traveling, um, met my birth dad, um, just really busy. We're starting a church here in L.A. So if you want to come pull up um, our first service, I'm going to have my women's night September 22nd of 2023. And my husband is having um, he's hosting his first service um, September 23rd, the very next day. So come to L.A., pull up. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Um if I think you can go to Sabbath LA's website to get more information or just follow us on social media and we have the information on there as well. Um, but what I want to talk about today is a topic that's just been on my heart for a minute. Um, and I figured I would just share it with you guys and be honest and like just raw about it. And guess what it is? I retired at 30. Isn't that amazing? I retired at 30. Can we talk about that? I let me give you a little bit of my backstory. And you might say, Heather, what do you mean you've been working? I don't meaning like I don't work for nobody. Like I legit don't work for anybody. Like I have not gone to an office. I have not gone to a nine to five since I was since 2012. Yeah, that's right. 2012. I have not gone. Um, Before that, I was a contractor um, down on Wall Street for a software hedge accounting firm. And I still considered that nine to five um, because I had my boss and all that stuff. But I want to share my journey with you guys of how I retired at 30 to do what I want to do, do what I'm called to do. I have what's called time freedom. I get to do whatever I want to do. If I want to cancel my day and like lay in the bed all day, I can do that. If I want to book a flight and just go somewhere for a week, I can do that too. Well, I got kids, so I got think about the kids, figure out what we're doing with them. But it's so beautiful to have my time to do what God wants me to do. Now, a little bit of my backstory is I was, I've always been an entrepreneur. I feel like it's kind of in me. When I was a little girl, um, (laughs) my mom had horses and I asked her if I could get into the business with her of flipping horses because we lived on a dirt road, y'all. And I tried to sell lemonade and I think I sold like one and it was like 10 cents. And I was like, um, I'm spending a whole lot of time doing this and this is not cool. The return on my investment was not good. And so I would watch my mom, you know, do 4-H and she would partner with other people and the horses would get together. They bring the horse over, the horses would mate. They'd have a baby and they would sell the baby and they would split the profits. So I said, you know what? I want to do that, mom. I want to do that with you. And I want to get some profit because at the time I worked on the farm. So every morning I got up before I went to school. I mean, I'm talking four or 5 a.m. And I grew up in Michigan, y'all. So through we have four seasons, okay, through the snow, through the ice, through everything. I was right there (laughs) 
just trucking along. And I remember like our pipes would be frozen and I'd have to take these big buckets of hot water from inside, outside to pour. So the animals had something to drink. And like, that's how I grew up. Right. I grew up with this mindset of, you know, um, we work hard and I went off to college um, I did okay in school. I wasn't the student that was like all A's. That wasn't me. I was like a B, 3.0, 3.5. I was good. Um, but I never wanted to do the traditional route of life where people tell you, oh, you need to go to college and you need to get a nine to five and then you need to retire when you're 70. I didn't want to do that. I actually wanted to retire at 30. I wanted to be able to have time freedom to do what I wanted to do. So um, I went to college, graduated from Michigan State University, and I remember being 20, 21, <laughs> moving to New York City. And when I was there, I'm like, well, okay, I got to eat. I got to figure out my life here, right? I got to figure out what I'm going to do. So I went and I started working for free. Um, I went to work at Universal Music Group. I worked for free 99. Um, they didn't have any job openings. But I felt in my head, if I can work hard and prove <laughs> to people that I'm going to bust my tail, then I'm going to get hired, Right. So got hired, busted my tail. Um, actually, before I got hired, I worked 80 hours a week, y'all, for free 99. Didn't nobody pay me no check or nothing. And then they created a position for me because I worked so hard. And I wonder if some of us, we want entrepreneurship. We want to retire early, but we're not faithful with what doesn't pay us. We're not faithful with small. We're not faithful with things that we don't think are paying us enough of this job. They don't deserve me. I'm going to give this job half of my effort because I don't feel like they pay me enough. No, I was giving my jobs 150% because I knew if I worked hard enough that doors would be open for me. And what happened? A, a position got created for me. My mindset was always, this is a temporary season where I'm going to learn my entrepreneur my skills, my entrepreneurship skills, because I had the mindset that if, if I can bust my tail and work hard for this short season, learn everything that I need to learn, um, be faithful with small, spend time with the Lord, manage my money well. If I can learn this in this season, then I can retire at 30. I never had this thing in my mindset was like, I got to retire. I got to retire. It wasn't that it was I was in the season that I was in and I was thankful for it. I was thankful wherever God put me. While I worked at these different jobs, I remember when I worked at Def Jam, I learned that I needed to have thicker skin because I was a wimp and I let people run all over me. So that was a lesson I learned there. I, I had very difficult bosses that I worked with, but they made me stronger. Now, if I were to work with them, I would be so thankful because they, they made me a boss. Like literally they were so strong and I learned so many attributes from them. And I still talk to those bosses to this day. They were tough on me, but I needed it because I was weak. I was wimpy. I needed somebody to check my tail, to tell me, hey, you need to do better. You need to deal with this. You need to, you know, you're weak in this area. You need to work on this. You need to pay more attention to detail. Stop rushing through things. I learned certain things that are helping me as a businesswoman now. So after I left Def Jam, I ended up hosting some TV and then I ended up working on Wall Street. And I'm so thankful for that job because there was a lot more leniency at that job, right? But while I was there, you know, I remember trying to print out my Bible studies and the Lord corrected me. He said, why do you always do that when your boss leaves the office? Like you don't want her to see 
you stealing this ink for your Bible studies? <laughs> you don't want her to see that? And I was like, no, I was sneaking around doing it. And I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and buy a printer and print them out at my house. Because if I have to sneak around and do it, if I have to steal the ink and steal the paper and steal all that, like, I don't want nobody to do that to my business. Like, let me let me develop some character while I'm here. So while I was there, I developed character, consistency. I ended up working at that job for maybe four or five years. Um, and that was actually the last job I had before I went into my retirement. So I remember um, when I got married and I moved to New York, I moved from New York to Atlanta and they were like, you can take the job with you. You work so hard. We want to open up a position for you to work from home. I was like, what? Okay. So I was able to work from home before it was even popular or even a thing. I was able to work from home. Why? Because I proved my work ethic. And I think sometimes we want the promotion. We want the, we want people to trust us, but we're not proving that we're willing to bust our tail. I busted my tail at every job I worked at. I wanted to be the person where when I went on vacation, everybody was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Heather runs everything. I wanted that dependency on me because I knew you ain't going to fire me when it's time for layoffs because I do my job so well. I wanted to do my job the best. So continue to bust my tail. They gave me my position. I was able to take my New York salary down to Atlanta. So I'm like balling out of control. I was so thankful. And I was able to do that until I retired. And I remember, I didn't even realize I was retiring, but um, 2020, 2012 comes along. I'm pregnant with Logan, my sweet little baby, who's 10 now. And he says, um, and my, my boss says, hey, we're relocating your job back up to New York City. And I said, no, 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 <laughs> I'm not moving back to New York. I did not feel called to move back there. I love visiting New York City. I was just there last week. New York is my place. I love it. I love to visit it. But I knew that that's not where God wanted me to be. Um, but I was so thankful for <laughs> what I learned those past four years. The past two years I worked there, I was able to work from home. So I was able to discipline myself and see how it felt to work for myself. So I felt like it was a perfect transition into me retiring full time. Um, and so when you think about retirement, you think about somebody that might be like 70 or 80 years old, you know, taking care of grandbabies. But I was like, no, no, I don't want to be that old because I'm going to be tired. Like, I want to live my best life now. I want to travel the world now. I want to do my thing now. So later on in life, you know, I can still travel, enjoy my grandbabies and stuff. But I want to live my best life now. And that was my mindset. And I want to tell you more about the story of me actually retiring right after this break. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and I love them. It's online therapy, you guys. It's my favorite, and we've been using it for years. We've been talking about it for years. We've partnered with them for so long because it's helping so many people. I feel like this world is struggling with depression, stress, anxiety. Some, some of y'all moms out there, the whole world is on your shoulders, and you don't take care of yourself, and you don't think about yourself, and it's time for you to slow down and actually take care of you. And I love the fact that they help you deal with that childhood trauma. They, they help you deal with those relationships you've pushed under the rugs. They, they help you to deal with those areas that you just feel stuck in, right? So if you're feeling stuck and you're feeling like you're not enough and you feel just frustrated in your life, hey, BetterHelp is where I recommend you guys start. Just start there. If you don't, if you don't vibe well with that therapist, it's fine. You can, you can get matched with another one, right? So no excuses. Let's just 
decide today that we are going to take care of our mental health. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lindsay's today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Lindsay's. All right, y'all. And I'm back. And okay, so before I... Before I talk about my retirement at 30, I want to read this for you, read this to you really quick. This is Proverbs 31 and 10. A wife of noble character who can find she's far, um, she's worth far more than rubies. Um, Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him harm or good. I'm sorry. And not harm all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with her eager hands. She is the merchant ships bringing her food from afar she gets up while it's still at night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it, and out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets up her work vigorously. Her arms are strong with her task. She sees that her trading is profitable. I trade stocks. Hey. And her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she's got no fear of her household. All of them are clothed and taken care of. She makes coverings for her bed. She's clothed in fine linen and purple. That's like Chanel and Gucci or Hermes. Okay, so she's Gucci and gold. Her husband's respect in the city gates where he takes a seat amongst the elders of the land. She makes a linen garment and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She's clothed with strength and dignity. And she can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and with faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and she does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children call her blessed. Her husband calls her blessed. And you guys know Proverbs 31, very popular scripture. Long story short, I've read that and I'm like, yo, this Proverbs 31 woman, she does a lot of stuff. She just doesn't do one thing. Homegirl's got multiple streams of income and I want to have multiple streams of income because what happens if one dries up? But the thing is, I didn't want to go too far. I didn't want to go past, you know, and, and try to go pick up somebody else's stream of income that I wasn't passionate about. I felt like God was going to bring the gifts, the ideas, the wisdom, the direction with what's in my hands, with who I am as a person, with my personality. So Guess what retired me? I went into ministry full time. And to me, that didn't feel like work because I'm helping people. But what first started it was I had a boutique. I had a boutique where I sold clothes and I sold my books. And now today I've written, gosh, eight or nine books. And I had a boutique for, you know, all these years where I sold clothes from there. So while I was doing that, you know, I started um, around that time, actually, probably maybe a year before my stepdad had planted the seed in me to trade stocks. Right. So I started researching more and then he passed away and I'm like, crap, my mentor is con who's so amazing in every way. And, but that seed was already planted in me. So I was like, well, I'm going to start trading stocks on the side. And then from there um, we started a publishing company, you know, called, you know, Lincross publishing where we published all these books. We don't, publish the books anymore. We actually stopped that a couple years ago, but it was really amazing for the time period we had it. Our publishing company was open for like eight years. Right. And now I'm speaking, I'm traveling the world. I'm, I'm doing all these things. Guess what? That I love to do. I love to help women. I love to help people. Um, so now I'm preaching now I'm, you know, I have my boutique because I love clothes and I love fashion and I love writing books. So I'm able to 
put that there. You see, I didn't go too far. I didn't go too far, y'all. I went with my gifts and talents and what I love to do and what I'm passionate about. It was already in me. I didn't have to like search it out, right? Yes, like even trading stocks is a skill and it's something that, you know, I'm always working at. Like I'm actually reading a book on stocks now. And if you want to learn how to trade stocks, it is literally life-changing. I made money this morning before I came to record this podcast. It's the busy traders with an S.com. Um, but I have a whole discord group and I trade with like 600 people every day and it is absolutely amazing. But it's all these streams of income where my money is working for me, a passive income where my money is working, where I get paid. I'm getting paid right now for some of my projects, some of the things that I'm done while I'm sitting here recording this podcast. Not only that, I've set my children up with stocks. I've been investing for our children since Logan was born, and that was 10 years ago, right? They're all, they all are banking. They ha- their, their net worth, the kids' net worth is more than most adults because I've been investing for them at a young age because I knew if I start investing early for the kids, then they won't be handed the same thing that was handed to me. And what was that? Nothing. I was broke. <laughs> I was broke. I didn't have nothing. I struggled. I was evicted. I went through the fire, y'all. Like when I moved to New York City, I skipped out on that story earlier, but I moved into an apartment. I was working for free and I didn't know how to manage money. So I was broke. I I remember having like $2 or $5. Like, what am I going to do with this? That's not, I'm sorry, that's not the abundant life I'm trying to live. Like, I'm trying to be able to help people. I want to be able to fund things in ministry. How can I do that if I can't even fund my life and I can't even pay my rent? How can I help more people if I'm struggling myself. So when I retired, I wanted to help people, but also I wanted to make sure that like I wasn't in this cycle, this generational curse of poverty. So I, for years declared, you know, I am a multimillionaire. I am free from poverty, but my life did not line up with that. Meaning like when I was confessing that I would show up late to work. When I was confessing that I wasn't, I wasn't on it with the, projects and the things that God gave me to do. I wasn't learning from them. I was complaining. Well, look at her. It looks like she doing better than me. This person's doing better than me. No, like I I had to learn to be favored with small. And then I've watched God continually increase me and give me favor and give me direction. And guess what? Money too, because guess what? When you learn how to be faithful with small, that's in the Bible, God will give you more. There's so many stories in the Bible where the servant was not faithful with the, the, the money that God gave them. And so what he did have was taken away from them. So I had to learn how to be faithful with 50 cents for a season. I had to learn to be broke, broke, broke for a season so I could learn to manage it. And now I stand, you know, now it's been 10 years where I've been retired and I was able to buy my mom a house and buy cars and buy rental properties. And, And that's the thing. The money that comes in now, I'm not just spending on stupid stuff. Like it's, it's going to work for me for more passive incomes. So I can retire and I can have my time and I can do what I want to do. I enjoy trading stocks. So I trade stocks every morning for a couple hours with my group. And then I go to the gym. I might go get a facial, go get a massage. You know, I come back and I'm still working on my projects, but my schedule helps me to say, you know what, Heather, you've actually done most of your work by Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you can you can chill if you want to. You can go to the mall. You can relax. You can go up to the kids' school and help. You can have your time freedom. 
Um, you can focus on, you know, the ministry stuff that you have coming up. You know, you can make meetings with your assistant. To me, it doesn't feel like work. I don't feel like I work. And that's beautiful because now I'm just like, all right, God, what do you want me to do? He's like, oh, I want you to do a tour. Great. I can do a tour. I'm not bound by like this nine to five that's like holding me down. You know, now I can, I have the freedom to do whatever God wants me to do. And I wonder, is God leading you to do some things, but you've not taken that step to do it because you're stuck at your nine to five. You're stuck in what's comfortable. I want to challenge you to get out of your comfort zone. I've been preaching over and over again on my podcast. Go back and watch all the past videos on faith. I've just posted three videos on faith, four videos on faith, but get out of the boat. I had to be uncomfortable. You know how, you know how it felt to retire and be pregnant with your first child. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about that? But because I had the tools that I learned from the past, you know, 10 years of busting my tail and working at nine to fives, I wasn't going back. I wasn't going back to the nine to five. And I knew God was going to use what was in my hand, but I had to be faithful with it. I had to learn the proper lessons. I had to take those steps of faith. And now I step back and I'm like, man, my schedule still still stays pretty booked and busy. It does. But it's with what I want to be booked and busy. Like I want to record this podcast. This, this is fun to me. I enjoy helping people. I have the time to help people. My time isn't given to my boss. My time is giving is being given to you so I can help you so you can retire and live your best life. Right? So get out of the boat. Don't be scared. Get out the boat. It's time for you to get some extra streams of income. You want to know how I funded my first trading account? I sold on eBay. I sold stuff on, I sold clothes on eBay. And then I ran out of clothes. So I went to Goodwill, found some high end items, took those items, cleaned them up, took them to the dry cleaner, paid a couple bucks. And then I sold them on eBay for so much more because they were designer. And guess what? I had more money to fund my accounts. You're either going to make excuses and become a victim your whole life over your circumstances, or you're going to rise up and say, I want something different and better for my life. And I'm not going to settle anymore for average because guess what? You ain't getting older. You ain't getting older. And I don't want you to look back at 80 in regret of everything that you could have done. You have a desire to, to bake goods. Go bake some goods and put them on Etsy. Just do it. Well, I worked a nine to five. Okay. I got kids. Okay. Get your kids in there and help you bake. Make it a family business. Y'all do it together. No more excuses. Let's instead look at our own life and say, what kind of life do I want? What does that look like? And how do I achieve it? I pray this has been encouraging to you. Um, and again, if you ever want to come and trade stocks, I think it's a great way to bring an income. It is a dream. Um, I made like $3,200 in like seven minutes the other day. It was like amazing, but that's almost every day. And it's, it's time freedom, y'all. That's the beauty. So go to busytraders.com, thebusytraders.com. But even if you don't want to learn how to trade stocks, figure out, figure out something. Sell something, write a book, do something. Get out of your comfort zone. All right, I love you guys. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.